Good evening. I'm Paul DiRienzo. These are the headlines. Israel's troops, backed by tanks, raided Gaza today. It was the first official announcement the air attacks against the Palestinian enclave were shifting to a ground war. Thursday night, officials had told the United Nations that residents of Gaza would have 24 hours to leave the northern part of the Strip. The order affected more than one million civilians. Hamas told the population to stay put. Israel's Defense Minister, Yav Gallant. Therefore, we are asking all the civilians in Gaza City to go south of Gaza. And the reason is that because we don't want to harm them. The camouflage of the terrorists is the civil population. Therefore, we need to separate them. The United Nations says Israel's order to evacuate was impossible to carry out without devastating humanitarian consequences. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has been to the region this week. He met with Israeli leaders and today with Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas in Amman. In another meeting in Qatar, Blinken said he was working to get United States hostages freed. Blinken added he supported creating safe zones for civilians in Gaza. When it comes to providing for civilians in Gaza. Our focus now is on helping to create safe zones. And we're doing that with the leading international organizations. We're doing that engaged with Israel. And we're working with other countries to that end. Meanwhile, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was meeting with his counterpart in Israel. He says democracies don't target children. Terrorists like Hamas deliberately target civilians. But democracies don't. This is a time for resolve and not revenge, for purpose and not panic, and for security and not surrender. On Thursday, Hamas leaders denied they targeted women and children while acknowledging many died in the initial breakout from Gaza. Hamas says they were unaware of the music festival near the border where many died. In New York City, thousands are protesting in support of Palestine in Times Square at this hour. Several large protests have already been held, even as U.S. officials have decried Hamas as pure evil. New York State Governor Kathy Hochul repeated the rhetoric as she promised to keep New Yorkers safe. That the safety of New York's Jewish communities is not up for debate. We will stand in solidarity with our Jewish friends and neighbors today, tomorrow, and every day. There is no call to violence that will shake that conviction, and there's no evil we are unwilling to confront. The day of protests in New York spooked officials who put into place anti-terrorism measures, including an order that New York's entire police force would be required to be in uniform. Civil rights lawyers say the politicians have been stirring up people to attack peaceful Palestinians. At one protest Thursday night at Brooklyn College, a Republican council member, Inna Vernikoff, brandished her gun. Photos made it to social media, and the council member was arrested for criminal possession of a weapon this morning. At a news conference near City Hall today, an official with the National Lawyers Guild described what happened. Where she actually pulled back her clothing to show that she was prepared, you know, presumptively, the message is, to kill Palestinians and their supporters for the most valuable right that we cherish in this country, the right to freedom of speech and free and protected assembly is an abomination, does not belong on our streets or certainly not in our government. Vernikov says she was at the rally in Brooklyn to make Jewish students feel safe. An attorney with CARE, Omar Jamal, says recent statements by political figures are dehumanizing all Palestinians. Politicians 
educators, employers, and many media outlets have created an environment that threatens our freedom to assemble to protest, our freedom to boycott, our freedom to speak on political viewpoints in public and in private forums. New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez was charged with conspiring to act as an agent for the Egyptian government on Thursday. The new charges come a week after Menendez and his wife were accused of accepting gold bars as a bribe from three businessmen. In Washington, the United States House of Representatives continues without a leader after the GOP dumped Kevin McCarthy. The number two House Republican, Steve Scalise, had abruptly pulled his hat out of the contest as well. Many Republicans say they're supporting Ohio's Jim Jordan. Those are the headlines. I'm Paul DiRienzo in New York.